We've got some hey, fresh new I'm Luis. And I'm Luis. And you're listening to the Content before. is Profit yeah, podcast. Listen. We spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more on how to turn that content into profit, go to contentsprofit.com. Yeah, yeah. Good job. That was perfect, man. That I wasn't was, even reading it. That was very smooth, guys. Man, and no. today... It's going to be amazing. We're going to be talking about how to upgrade our emotional operating system. Just so you know, I didn't even know we had an emotional operating system. And I'll explain why in, in just a second. Yeah, I think we're going to leave that as a little Ooh. hook in there. I love it. Yeah. So, Fancy, do we have a sponsor today? <laughs> Indeed, we do. I think we're going to have to We're going to have to change no, that you, joke. You We've just, been doing it for like you, 50 episodes ah, now. You just do it so good, though. But we do have a sponsor. <laughs> Thank you for asking. And you're it is welcome, your own Biz Bros with content momentum and you might be asking yourself what is content momentum well if you have long form content just like this one that you're listening to or watching and you want to turn it into value packed bite-sized assets so then you can send it into social media like little minions and get yourself some new clients guess what we want to help you out we want to do that for you we want you to be everywhere at every single time that's right guys let's do it if i need to change the do we get a sponsored uh, joke you need to change the minions joke the minions yo, okay okay, okay. Deal. Well, come deal. In, like, deal okay <laughs> uh guys don't forget to subscribe hit smash that subscribe button so you know when those episodes are dropping on your phone every tuesday thursday and saturday good job oh man and follow us on social media at beast Rosco. we have some that- really cool surprises coming your way around social media it's oh really good. Uh, yeah i was Gucci, gonna say Gucci. i was i was about to to say it's going smooth smooth and then you add that one that was perfect (laughs) but it's okay guys you know if you find this episode impactful which i am sure you will because today's guest is absolute magical baby is that thing absolute magical i know don't forget to share it and and leave a five star review that's like more like 10 stars (laughs) all right welcome i hope you are ready because today's episode is about to get magical and no today's guest is not david blaine no one will be disappearing today's episode of wow. Content's Profit. Wow. You, you just butchered that joke right there. Let's redo it again. Okay. I know today's guest is not David's Blaine. No one will be disappearing during today's episode of Content's Profit. That's right, even though that would be pretty cool. <laughs> but today's magic is all about helping people find their superpowers, develop solid belief systems, and upgrading their emotional operating system to keep them progressing towards their personal legends in business and life. I don't know about you, but I think not even Chris Angel can perform that type of magic. Oh yeah, not only that, today's guest is a former professional ballroom competitor, a master NLP practitioner, and published author of two books. We had the pleasure of being on his podcast, and we couldn't be more excited to have him here today sharing the magic. Oh yeah, that's right. Please welcome host of the Magic for Life podcast and... The Harry Potter of personal and business development, Michael Johnson. Welcome, Michael. (laughs) Let's go. Welcome, Michael. It's a pleasure to have you here, my man. That's the first time I've been called the the Harry Potter of. Uh, <laughs> I know Fancy's been My working on his. I love that. I'm gonna. She's yeah. gonna have to watch this episode now. Hey, <laughs> I, I, I love it. You know, like obviously with the name of your business and podcast, I'm like, I was so inspired. I'm like, I love magic. You know, this is a very very fun fact. But when I came <laughs> to the U.S. and I didn't know much English, right? My language was magic. I learned like two magic tricks. One, one, one. He has one trick. I have one magic trick, yes. And I would go to the library and I, when I would see girls walking by, I'd be like, hey, you want to see a magic trick? And that would be that was my opening right there. So, that you was know, it. It, it, it was, hey, hey, he was not dropping his pants. So you're just going to have to Okay, it's good. It was not that. I just want to be clear. It was a car magic trick. Wow. Okay. You just turned you just turned this into like R rated in zero point two seconds. Ah, wow. Michael, I, I apologize for my brother. But thank you so much for being here. We're so excited. Dude, uh, Michael, we had the pleasure to be on your show. Uh, we're gonna leave the links right below here for people to check it out. It's amazing. But why don't you share a little bit of your story? Like who's Michael? Why you do what you do now? 
Oh man, that's that's a huge question. Um, well, <laughs> thanks for the intro. That was awesome. It's uh, it's <laughs> it was exciting and a wild ride. <laughs> Success. Um, you know, I, uh, I, gosh, where to start? You know, back. Back in the day, I used to be a professional ballroom dancer. You guys mentioned that earlier, and yeah. uh, and I think that's a pretty good place to start. You know, I, I actually started dancing when I was five, and uh, and really just had an entrepreneurial spirit from the beginning. You know, just kind of like you guys. You know, just selling anything, whatever <laughs> I could get my hands on, some ice cream sandwiches, that uh, cookies that my grandfather made at his work, you know, and yeah. I was like, I'll trade them with the other kids at school. It's, it's good. We'll just get in and do something. Right. Yeah. But, uh, I, I danced, uh, all through my upbringing, uh, worked to, to be in the professional circuit and danced on the professional circuit for about 10 years. And it was super mm-hmm. fun. Uh, after that, I went on to, to coach a whole lot of, uh, competitors and, and serious competitors, uh, became a judge, became an examiner, uh, for yeah. people that were trying to get their certifications. And, um, and I found myself at a competition uh, one, one weekend that was the first comp I was dancing at uh, when I was a kid. And so I was sitting there reflecting like so many people do. And I just was like, wow, this, I can't believe I'm judging this. My <laughs> mentors are on my left. The new champions that were just crowned were on my right, yeah. you know, and and it was just like one of those surreal moments that that kind of gets you thinking. And I think we've all kind of had those moments. And in that moment, I was looking out at the dancers that were trying to impress me. Yeah, and I remember thinking, this can't be it. Mm. This this isn't it. This can't be the end of the road, right? Like I just wow. spent my entire life working to get to this point and my impact wasn't really what i was looking to attain and looking Mm. to achieve and i just Mm. found myself that weekend judging is a very lonely job because you judge and then you go up to your room and eat room service and watch tv until your next judging assignment and you don't really get to socialize you don't get to hang with the people you're not really impacting anybody's life except for the ones you did or didn't mark yeah and uh so it was a very uh long weekend of reflecting by myself (laughs) Uh, and you know how that goes you know when when you start uh asking too many questions you start getting too many answers (laughs) uh, absolutely and uh i started looking back at where i should go and realized gosh you know in order to attain the level that i did attain uh about three years into my pro career i was i was a mess because you know here i had made it into the pro ranks but we were making zero progress we're making zero progress. We weren't making cuts. Nobody was paying attention to us. We should have been much better. We were supposed to be the new hot thing. and We weren't. Yeah. And uh, just making no progress. And I, I found my way, way into personal development. And as I did, I found one person. And then I was like, well, who trained them? And yeah. then I went and found that person. I was like, well, who went and who trained them? And so I went and found that person. And next thing you know, I found my way into uh, NLP. And that was sort of the beginning of it. And then I went on to get my life coaching certifications way back in the day. But all of it was really 100% selfish. So I don't yeah. want it to seem like, <laughs> hey, I was, I'm, I'm going to start a career. No, I was, I was a professional dancer. I was yeah. a professional athlete, for goodness sakes. Yeah. And I was just 100% selfish trying to figure out how to get myself unstuck. And how to get myself to get to a place where I was happier, I was performing better, I was being a better athlete, I was a professional for goodness sakes. Yeah. yeah. And I was doing anything I could. And they said, well, you know, if you really want to do well at this NLP stuff, you should get certified. I was like, fine, if it's going to do the trick, I'll do it. So I was <laughs> yeah. getting certified. So I went through three certifications, you know, and they're like, well, you know, you should do some life coaching. That'll probably help you. And I was like, fine. They're like, you should get certified. I'm like, (laughs) all right, fine. So they're like, well, you have to work with people and actually practice this stuff to get certified. I was like, "Uh, okay, fine, whatever. As long as it's going to help me. (laughs) And, uh, you know, on the back end, I just kind of looked at it and went, Hey, look, I have this other skill besides ballroom. Like I'm really good at like coaching people. 
Mm. I'm really good at helping them with their mindset. And well, for goodness sakes, not only did I know how to figure out how to get me out of it, but along the way I needed to practice and I figured out how to get a whole bunch of other people out of it, yeah. including athletes and dancers and business people, salespeople. Yeah. And I was like, this is, this is it. This is where I can make the most impact. And, you know, when I first started life coaching, people were like, you didn't tell anybody you were a life coach. <laughs> like, yeah. you yeah. don't do that. Cause That's, like, people uh... were like, yeah. Ah, you're a life coach. Yeah, what does that mean? You yeah, you help. <laughs> yeah. Now it's like now it's normal. Like everybody's a life coach, right? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Michael, thank you for sharing that story. Like, I'm very curious uh, on the athletic side of things, right? Like, we we often talk about this topic here, where like athletes and and military people, right? For you know, we've had some conversations that they uh, they tend to be more resilient, right? They they tend to put themselves out there a little bit more. They tend to execute right um do you think that 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 is an element that has helped you uh with your show i think like you have more than 200 episodes right like uh, with your life coaching like just be persistent and consistent do you think that's an element in there and uh yeah it's huge it mm -hmm. is huge like i i cannot even begin to express the number of times that i've had to fall back on the idea that I needed a coach. I mean, from when I was five, my mom started getting me coaching and training from the best of the best. Yeah. Uh, and all the way through my amateur career, all the way through my pro career. And then as I started to go into coaching other professionals, yeah, I started to realize that, that these athletes, these business people, needed a team of coaches. And so I was doing it and I was being part of these teams of coaches for these uh, championship level dancers, yeah. for these high level business people. And I was one cog in the wheel. Mm. And then all of a sudden, you know, I hit a, a dead spot and I was like, what's going on? What's wrong? And finally, it was like one of my coaches hit me over the head and was like, well, where are your coaches? Like, am I your only coach right now? And I was yeah. like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I, oh, okay. He's like, well, great. So you're working on your personal development. Who's your Who's your marketing coach? Who's your prospect? You're like, who are your coaches? And I and I just kind of hit me over the head and realized, yeah, yeah. I definitely got to go find that. You know? <laughs> and now I have a team of about six coaches that work wow. on me, so yeah. that I can be the best I can be every time I show up with Incredible. one of my clients that is entrusted their world with me yeah and it's it's a big deal yeah. you know and so i think Absolutely. that coaching that we learned from from dancing and i you know i played basketball when i was in high school but yeah. you know it's it's a it's a mentality and we definitely picked that up from our coaches you know and yeah, awesome. yeah so you missed a shot so what yeah Absolutely. go shoot again shooters shoot that's what we do <laughs> yeah. you know and uh same thing in dance like half the people on the on the panel don't like you And they're like, they like their couple. Yeah. And so you're constantly getting ridiculed. You're constantly having a group of people that are like, we don't like how you dance. And it's like, oh, well, you know, we just got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. I, I love that. I love the, the topic of coaching. You know, there's a lot of failure in any yeah. sports that you participate in. So it is important for you to, you know, recognize that that is going to happen. And then ask yourself, how do I improve? And one of the fastest ways is to is getting a coach, right? Is getting that person that is going to help you out, take it, take you from, uh, you know, 50% of your capacity on your skill to 80%. And I say skill, right? Because this is what I'm seeing right now. You just told me, right? You started as a dancer and then eventually through NLP, you were like, wow, now I have this other skill. This is amazing. And I remember this podcast. I actually heard this a long time ago, but it, it really stuck out. It was... Um, oh, was it the guy that has the gym memberships stuff? The Alex Hormozzi? Yeah, Alex Hormozzi. So it was an Alex Hormozzi yeah. uh, podcast, and he was talking about skill stacking, right? He says, usually when you start, you start with one skill, let's say marketing, right? And your value then obviously is determined by, by how good you are on that skill. But once you add another skill on top of that, let's say copywriting, Now your value increases way, way more and people are going to start seeing you like, wow, you know, like the value of this person is absolutely amazing. And then you keep stacking skills until you are, you know, perceived as 
this is the one person I I want to follow, right? And I, and I see it in your journey in a very organically way. And now the fact that you tell me that you have six six coaches too, right? It's kind of like you're identifying in your life which are the skills I want to cultivate, right? Which are the skills I want to grow to be able to have the best possible life. And then you go and get your coaches because that's kind of like the fastest path, uh, the, the the fastest path to success, right? And yeah. I'm curious, how do you go about finding those skills that you need to work on, right? Like, I mean, it, it, it takes some self-reflection, I'm sure, looking yourself <laughs> in the mirror and saying, you know, I'm not performing good in this. I need to get better in this. Let me find it, right? But why do you, when you talk to some of your clients, when you talk to people, right, how do you help them see What are their deficiencies, if you want to put it in that way? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting, right? Because so many instances, it's hard to define and understand what you don't understand. And there's an old story, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But they say that when Columbus arrived on the shores, the Indians that were on the shore looking out didn't see them until they were literally on top of them on the shore because they didn't know what a boat look like yeah yeah they didn't have a clue what it was and so as they looked out onto the ocean it took their most uh you know open-minded person their shaman or whoever it was their their leader to yeah. actually be able to see out of the box to see that there was there were these people coming in a ship that they had no yeah. fathom yeah. of what it was and so you know in so many instances uh What happens is we have to utilize the internal references that we have that kind of indicate to us that, hey, something something isn't right. Mm. I may not know what I'm looking at yet, but something isn't right. Yeah. And in so many instances, I think this is a challenge that the personal development market has right now. And people that try to teach personal development that aren't actually trained in it that's a big problem but uh but yeah, besides yeah. that you know people are saying well just do this and other people are like i don't have that problem no worries you know but yeah. so many times when i talk to people and they're asking me well i don't really have a, an issue and i was like you just talked to me about 10 yeah. like, do, yeah. you, do you realize and they're like I, I really is there something wrong and I was like well tell me about this and tell me about that and as I do it's like bringing up this veil so that they can see oh my gosh there is a ship in the harbor I had no <laughs> idea yeah yeah and so when you're trying to self-evaluate one of the best indicators that we suck at using is our emotions mm. our emotions are literally our key our internal built-in guidance system that is literally the highest tech guidance system that we have yeah and we spent a lifetime not learning how to use it we mm. didn't learn it in in elementary school or middle school we didn't learn it in college yeah at best in athletics or the military they might have taught you how to utilize it in the military they take maybe a little bit of advantage of how to utilize it yeah. in mm -hmm. uh in athletics they try to get you to run mid-range don't get too high don't yeah. get too low stay middle okay well those are some skills but honestly with this guidance system that we have yeah we should be operating at a much higher level uh than we do and so really that's that's one of the keys is that we've got to go in we've got to literally upgrade our internal operating system our emotional operating system mm. and the likelihood is that unless you had some pretty enlightened uh parents which many people do then you might not have known about it and even in the personal development space they don't often talk about upgrading the system they talk about the symptoms and how to upgrade or how to fix a symptom i yeah. call that firefighting mm -hmm. and It's understandable. I mean, yeah, you got to put out the fire. There's no doubt. Yeah. I mean, if we're talking athletics, okay, we're down 20. We got to put out the fire. What can we do now? Yeah. You know, but yeah. but ultimately, after the game, they have to go back and go, why the heck did we get down 20? Let's dig in because yeah. we can't keep doing that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. That's Dude. interesting. That, that, you know, 
it just I'm reflecting now on my life and I'm like I, I feel like I'm a very emotional person honestly but you think <laughs> yeah he is an emotional a person emotional person but I've never actually taken the time to reflect maybe in those emo in those emotions right like sit down with myself yeah. and actually start thinking like why do I feel like this why can I make to change it right like if I don't like it or why can I do to yeah. feel more of this if I if I enjoy it right so you? who taught you to do that right yeah. like who gave you a standard operating procedure to do that like we're talking to a lot of business people and we're business people and we love standard operating procedures it's what we run our businesses off of it's what we sell to our customers mm -hmm. and when i realized that i was like gosh you know everybody wants to upgrade their their business system on how to produce a podcast or how yep. to put out a video or everybody wants to have a good standard operating procedure and when you can sell yeah. a standard operating procedure you you're you're doing well and so what i looked at was hey gosh you could do this with your emotions and it isn't that scary it really isn't that scary and when yeah. you have a standard mm -hmm. operating procedure that you can work off of all of a sudden your emotions now become part of your operating system that is your guidance yeah. system so that you can actually start to see like you had mentioned earlier yeah i i remember the first time that i experienced something like that Uh, it was like with, with anger, right? Sometimes like, we get super angry and then we just stay angry for a long time and then everything around you starts like going south and nothing goes your way, right? And it's because we're in that emotional state, right? And we're, we might be attracting that. And I remember, mm -hmm. uh, you know, our, our mom, which, you know, we talk about her a lot here on the show. She was like our introduction to that, to that, you know, how to handle those emotions, right? Because, you know. It's a whole new world, right? A whole there. new world right there. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know. Uh, she, I guess she gave us her first, you know, SOP on the emotional, yeah. you know, system, right? So, so she was like, hey, you know, whenever you feel angry, it, it's okay. You got to acknowledge that, that you're, that you're angry, you know, feel it, right? For like a few minutes and then let it go. And then like, okay, you know, and, and, you know, we're talking with, uh, how Al Elrod, right? Like the, the, the miracle morning. And he was saying, he has this tattoo say, uh, I, I can't change it. Right. And he had like this crazy accident and he says, Hey man, like I'm gonna feel the anger quick because like I just need to get it out, right? And then I'm just like I, I cannot change it. So let me, you know, from now on, what's the action I'm gonna take, right? So, uh, you know, making the connection of those two, that was not at the same time. They were like several years apart, but I remember like making a conscious decision that every time I felt angry, I was just gonna, you know, take it in, feel it, like it's okay to do it, but then almost immediately be like, okay. I cannot do anything about that situation. I don't want to dictate what happens in the future. Like, I don't want this situation to dictate what's happening in the future. So I'm going to change consciously and make that my decision internally that I'm going to, you know, move move on and, and move forward, right? And, and I remember that was not something natural or easy to do at first, right? It became easier as we went through. And, uh, and it's something that we have to work every single day to, to continue to implement, right? Sometimes even today, years after that, uh, we find ourselves in situations where like, man, okay, hold on a second, right? Like, why am I feeling this way? It's been like two, three days, right? With our personal relationships sometimes, right? My wife might say something that I don't like. We might get into like an argument. Why am I feeling this way, right? And, and then just drive through it and and accept that that's happening and then okay what's what can we do to move forward what can we do to solve it what can we do to 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 make it so is that for us was our mother right it was our family yeah well and in, in, in so many instances that's really where we've learned our emotional responses from mm. and in mm. some cases we have to go back and look at it and go uh is that actually suiting you Mm -hmm. Is that working for you? Are there other ways? And hey, did you know that other people do it like this? And I would equate it to, hey, you could be a producer on uh, YouTube. You could be a producer on uh, Instagram. You could be totally into LinkedIn or yeah. you could be into Facebook groups or you can be a producer in so many different ways. And all of those different people go, it's easy. Oh, I've got 240 episodes up on my podcast. It's a piece of cake. You could run a podcast and it's like, well, yeah, because I know how. Yeah. And if you want to know how, well, gosh, 
you got, you've got to ask somebody that knows how to do it. Yeah. And then I can show you how easy it is, but it wasn't easy for the first year. Yeah. I mean, maybe it was a little less than that, but I didn't, I, I didn't actually mark it off and go, wow, now it's easy. It, yeah. it wasn't like that. It was just, yeah. okay, now I do what I do to make it happen. And yeah. so I think the, your emotional response system, your guidance system is like you said, something you got to work on on a regular basis as you take care of one thing, the next man up happens, right? And in sports, we deal with that a lot too. The next yeah. man up. Okay, somebody got hurt. Who's the next man up? You better be ready off the bench yeah. to be able to fill your spot and be the one that makes it work. Yeah. And right. I think what ends up happening is in the other side of it, when we have something that we take care of in our life, something in our emotional operating system, mm. all of a sudden the next man up goes, well, hey, you took care of that. Want to <laughs> take care of me? Yeah. And it's like, oh, geez, I just thought I finished. I thought <laughs> I finished personal developing. <laughs> yeah. I got the anger thing down. No problem. And so what ends up <laughs> happening is that people start searching around and they look at the people in their in their group and they go, yeah. well, they're, they act like this when this happens. So I'm going to act like that, too. And they don't actually know that there's a bigger uh, pool and way to operate off of different emotions. And yeah. And, to be clear, not everybody's going to utilize or operate off of an emotion the same way. So there yeah. isn't a one size fits all. There is a, this is what we do. Yeah. This is what we're after. Now let's make a personal, so uh, standard operating procedure for you yeah. based off of your experience, based off of what you want to accomplish. Because yeah. you may have out there, you may have an issue with feeling depressed. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. But I don't have an issue with feeling depressed. Okay, but maybe you have an issue with anger, but but she has an issue with sadness. Okay, and maybe each of you would look at each other and go, why do you have an issue with sadness? Just do this. What's the problem? And all of those are little, little teeny keys and insight mm. to the fact that there is an actual operating system. Yeah. And if you just had some insight and you just knew how to handle those different ones in different ways, and if you had some ideas, you could create a means by which to start to now strive towards your personal legend. Yeah. Because now your emotions are not running you, you're running your emotions. Yeah. And that's that's the flip we've got to make. Yeah, I, I love that the SOPs for you internally, like, okay, I'm feeling this. This is how I'm going to react to it, right? And I'm right now, I'm reading a book, uh, Becoming Superhuman by Joe Dispenza. Yeah. And he yeah. talks that one of the first things that he actually says in the book is that there is no memory without emotions, right? Wow. So when you're talking about this right now, and I'm, I'm starting to see, okay, something happened in their life, right, that created an emotion and then it created a memory. So then when they place themselves in a very similar situation, they relieve those emotions right and they mm -hmm. go back to that memory and literally start stressing out or or feeling the same way they felt back in that moment right so oh yeah when i'm relating this to what you're telling me is like it's a matter of awareness too like let's bring up that awareness at first that you recognize that you are now relating this experience to the other one and instead of getting in that loop breaking out of that loop right and yeah and i see that i'm and again i'm gonna just Kind of like make a reference here to content, but for me, right, I was at first perfectionism and I was so afraid of turning the camera and being on. So every time I would put the camera and start recording, I was like, oh, you know, I would get those <laughs> same feelings and I would get on that mental block of not execu executing, right? And it got to the point where we were like, okay, no, we got to remove the friction, just do it quick. And that's when we didn't thought about it from the emotional like, perspective, like, right? Not like do it quick, like execute. Ex execute, quickly. like yeah. we gotta take action, right? And we decided to go live. That's when our 45 live challenge started. But now while you are telling me this, I'm going back and I'm reflecting on it. And I'm like, wow, you know, that was the operating system that I came up so I wouldn't have to go back into my memories and start feeling all those emotions that would stop me, right? My operating system was yeah. don't go there, right? First of all, <laughs> Yeah. Embrace that you might make mistakes, right? Mm -hmm. Mistakes are good. Now we call them samples. Samples. So let's go live. Let's try it out. And it, it is crazy because yeah. it, it becomes a muscle, right? And 
the more you do it, then the more the more comfortable you become doing that activity. So for us, for example, now we're way more comfortable going live and being silly and making mistakes, <laughs> right? So I mean, now people think I'm funny, so that's that, 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 <laughs> that helps. <laughs> That helps too. So, you know, before it was my wife telling me, you're not funny. So I'm like, I'm going to prove you wrong. That yeah. This is the real reason why we do the show. It's just like to to show my wife wrong that, that I'm funny. That's yeah. all. That's all. That's all. Well, I mean, you, you look at it and you realize that, and, and for those of you out there watching and listening, you have to ask yourself, hmm. how often do you upgrade your phone? Hmm. How often do you say, oh, look, Apple just pushed out an upgrade or android just pushed out an upgrade now i remember a couple years back apple pushed out this upgrade and of course the ones that are like i i you know they're on top of it they downloaded the upgrade and many 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 were like oh i want to but there's no space on my phone <laughs> there, there's no space because i have filled it yeah. and there's no extra memory so i've filled it with pictures and videos and you know what it needs this many gig to be able to upgrade yeah yeah and i'll just wait till a little later and that's what they say i'll just wait i don't want i don't what am i going to do with my pictures right now what am I going to do with my videos? And I don't want to lose them. So I'll just wait till later and I'll clean them off later. Next thing you know, two months, three months, uh, six months down the road, they're like, my phone, it's going so slow. It's yeah. not working. It's like, uh, why won't it open? And that's what my wife came to me and did the other day. She's like, uh, can you fix this? Like, I, I use Android. I have plenty of space. So yeah. <laughs> like a pun, like, like a push against Apple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Right? Just a little joke. Hey, if, so, you, like, if you're listening to this now, just put team iPhone or team Android on <laughs> oh, the yeah, comments. See, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But, yeah. So, hold on. You know, Sorry, Michael. Like super like random tangent here. Like our, our team, like our, ed our main editor is like not Apple whatsoever. So like, and we have like all the equipment in the office is Apple. You see the iPad here. You see it. Like everything is like, and it's like, guys, when are you guys going to upgrade? And we're like, we're already upgraded. Like we're Apple. And he's like, no, absolutely not. And <laughs> it's a constant battle. It's a constant battle. Every single morning. Like Always. that's the conversation. Right. Sorry. Okay. Parenthesis closed. Okay. Continue. No, no. I'm with you. My my operations officer, Mac. Yeah. I'm PC. I'm like, oh, I love. We go back and forth. Yep. So good. So, but you know, she came to me. She's like, can you fix it? I was like, well, you're gonna have to clear some space off. She's like, well, but do you do we have to? I was like, you just we can. How about we just put it on a drive? Yeah. We'll put all your videos, all your pictures. She's like, okay. So we did that, and then I was like, okay, now. We have to delete them <laughs> off of your phone so that there's enough space. She's like, but but I don't want to. I, I want to still see them. I want to the stories and memories. Yeah. And so just stop for a second and ask yourself if you've ever done that. Right now, now before I finish that, a few years back when Apple did that, they messed up and they pushed an update that destroyed so many people's phones. And it was a big deal, right? But all the people yeah. were like, like half of them were like, well, that's okay. I didn't upgrade it. You know, I didn't upgrade that operating system. Uh, that was I me. I didn't have any space. That was me. I was <laughs> like, nope, I'm not touching it. <laughs> <laughs> now everybody waits. They're like, well, let's see for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Because we're a little nervous, right? <laughs> well, here's the thing. We went through, we took off the ones we wanted. And I guarantee you, she kept a ton of them on her phone, which of course makes sense, right? She wants her memory. She wants yeah, yeah. the videos. She wants the pictures. And think about it. When you keep so much stuff, when you keep so much of your history and you keep so much of those videos and those pictures that you hold in your mind mm. of things, sometimes there's no space to upgrade. Mm. Sometimes there just isn't any room. And yet you're, you're looking around begging to those of us that you think can help. And you're going, please just help me upgrade my system. You don't know you're saying that, but that's essentially what I hear. That's what yeah. I see. And you're saying, please help me upgrade my system. And I'm like, you're going to have to clear some space. <laughs> yeah. Because if you don't, there's no room for me to put anything in. Yeah. Mm. And this is a really big deal. And then, and then it's going to take a little bit of work. I'm sorry yeah. about that. It's going to take a little bit of work because now the work isn't necessarily as hard as you think. It isn't that hard to feel good, but we have been trained that it is that hard to feel good. Yeah, true. And that that's rough. That is rough. Yeah. Yeah. Right? When I have to compete against that, when I talk to somebody and I'm like, okay, let's just feel good for a second. They go, 
how do I do that? <laughs> yeah. How do I feel good? And I'm like, really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I, I would definitely go into the feel good because I'm, I'm very interested, right? Like, because maybe we don't know what we don't know, right? Maybe I, I think I'm feeling right. good, but maybe I'm not really feeling, feeling good, right? Good. Feeling good. Yeah, okay. Uh, wow, fun. Good. Uh, it's like your brother. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, for, those, for those listening, I try to give him a high five, and he just denied me. So, uh, Team Luisa, uh, you know, back me up here. Okay, pick up, bro. Okay. Uh, are you Are you still feeling happy? Uh, I no. <laughs> no. No. You got to control you your me, emotion. I know. I'm feeling it right now. Okay. Uh, let me feel my, the rage. Now I'm letting it go. Now I love you, brother. My, okay, Michael. I was testing live, him to see. I was testing him to li see. Live you know? sample here. But I so. I really and I really love the topic of coaching, right? And the and the reason I do it is obviously we're athletes, right? We play soccer. I uh, I don't do much anymore. I just I'm like the ball. I just roll around now. Um, but uh, but I remember like on our on our business experience, right? Like for the for the first like three almost four years, right? Which now we say it, but it was like so painful, right? It was like man, let's try to figure this out, like and then we're like free courses here, I'm free content, I'm free blah blah blah, and even though the information is out there, like it was just all over the place, a lot of contradicting like messages too, right? Because we couldn't find the one message that identified with us, also because we were trying to explore what to do. We, I mean, for God's sake, we we started with stickers, right? And then we did with the t-shirts, and then we did X Y Z, right? And then you know what we said was content and now we're becoming really really good at it right so but it wasn't until we found the coach right it was like we started investing uh and then you know we found that one person that like you said you know you found your person and then you know it's like who co who coached that person and then you went to the next one and and so on so we had a very similar like journey uh starting 2019 right and then that year continued to growth and then on to 2020 which has been like probably our biggest year ever right personally and for the business um but it was like really challenging to get into that that mindset where it's like Man, before, you know, we assume that because I play a sport, I'm going to have a coach. But now uh, I'm starting a business, right? Or I'm, I'm doing this venture on my own. I don't need a coach. Like, I'm going to try to figure <laughs> it out, right? And, and it was so painful and slow. And, and now we look back and we're like, it taught us a lot of stuff, right? Great. But, man, I wish we could just go back. I'm like, they want to be like, okay, who's going to be your coach, man? Like, at least have that conversation. Why do you think it's so hard for people to, to understand that, 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 you know, we need that coach or those six coaches, right? Like, right now, I think... We have one, two, three, almost three, three coaches, right? Four, like Steve, Sean, uh, Austin. Yeah, three. Three coaches right now. Like the same thing. It's like, okay, where are those areas that we need to level up? And then let's find that person, right? Yeah. Uh, and go. Why do you think it's so hard for people to at least have that conversation from the very beginning? Do, do, do we all have to go through that like painful moment to, to no. start receiving uh, being coached? No. And, and we don't. I mean, honestly, it's uh, – we'll call out all of the entrepreneurs listening right now. <laughs> and this is why I love working with entrepreneurs because for some reason, the startup in us, the concept, the idea is so glamorous of let's bootstrap this. We got this. We're going we're gonna to just – we're going to build it from scratch, right? We, we're creators. From the garage. As we <laughs> we call these, you know, so I can call out the entrepreneurs because guess what? If you're wanting to become a professional dancer, you don't even remotely consider not having coaches. If you're going to be a professional soccer player, there wouldn't even be a consideration of not having a team coach, the assistant coach, all of the other coaches, not to mention your private coach to help you get better at the thing that you're going to do. Absolutely. Like it, there is there is so few things. My daughter just wanted to take up singing. She wouldn't just go, oh, I think I'll just – we wouldn't even remotely consider <laughs> not getting her a coach. Yeah, There's not even a consideration. But you talk to entrepreneurs and they're like, let me get that free plus offer. I think I can do this. You know, yeah. Here we go. And you're like, what are you doing? Man. Then you get to personal development. And so not only in business, right, but you get to personal development. They're like, I'll read that book. And there's some ridiculous stat of how many times people actually finish the books that they start. It's like so few. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so bad. And so that's why a classic upsale of an audiobook works so well. Because once entrepreneurs start to get themselves, they go, well, okay, if I just get the audiobook, I know I'll finish it. <laughs> yeah. I know I'll finish it. You know, because hey, at least – 
I'm guilty of it. Like, I'm a very slow reader. You know, Fonsi here is like yeah. reading four books at the same time. But, I'm, know, a, but I'm a slow reader too, but I, I, I enjoy it. it. I he enjoy does the it. pages. Yeah, right. exactly. I, right. I, I, I have to walk two Huskies almost every day, like a bunch of times. So I'm like, I just multi that. And like, listen to the book and walk the Huskies. But, you know, that sure. that's a tool. But the same, like, if that wasn't there, I would probably be a really big challenge for me to consume information yeah. that way. Right? Like, so... I, I'm well, on that's that, the thing, that boat, right? right? Like we all do that, and entrepreneurs are particularly guilty of ignoring the fact that they need a coach. And almost 100% of the time, everyone that's found success will go, "Well, it was because I found the coach. I found this coach, then I found that coach, then I found this coach, and now I am skyrocketing." Mm -hmm. And it's it's like clockwork. You guys know it. I know it. That's why we do our podcasts in so many yep. instances because we're we're still consuming. We're still going. Oh wow! Look, yeah. Listen to that. That's awesome. Let's get them on our podcast. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's share them with our audience, right? And entrepreneurs, my goodness, you guys are the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> and, and you're the worst out there. And I and I'm sorry to to be blunt to all of y'all out there, but if you don't have a personal development coach, and I'm saying it kind of like like so that you understand you could call it a mindset coach you can call yeah. it a, a therapist if you'd like right and they, yes there are differences mm. we could go into that for hours but yeah. the point is that you have baggage mm -hmm. and you're carrying it with you whether you know it or not and there is another level out there all of you there is another level that you can hit 100 i guarantee it and i don't care how good you're doing right now Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, I, I stand behind your message 120%. And guys, if you want to learn more about that, just, just contact Michael right here. That's so good. Just reach out to him. I'm sure he will be extremely happy to help you out. Yeah, start, start thinking about that idea of like finding your coach, right? Like just start thinking about it. If you have never done it, like yeah. start researching, start consuming content, right? You know, you can go to, you know, Mikey for Life. And, uh, and find out a little bit more about him. You can continue to stay here on Content is Profit. Absolutely. We'll be your content coaches, which, you know, we've, we've talked a little we, bit about this. We actually talked about content coaching, which has uh, been an interesting idea. And we actually had <laughs> another conversation about that today. So this this kind of fits perfect the, the perfect, you know, scenario. <laughs> um, but I, I'm curious. I want to go back to, and I'm sorry, we're like bouncing all over the place here, but I just love your phone analogy, right? It's... Because it just paints the image that is like, yes, we are, and I'm sorry here, but we're full of crap sometimes, right? And we do not allow ourselves to upgrade, right? E every to time every time Fonzie eats lunch, he is full and then like, <laughs> smells. I mean, why can't we do so? Yeah, he's upgrading every day. Jeez, I'm, I'm sorry. Now nobody's going to want to have lunch with me. It, it's not always, all right? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That was, but, that was a joke. But a it, hashtag that joke. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, like, it is important because... We are not ready to open up, right? And we are not ready to take new things in and learn all these all these things. And I'm I'm curious on how do you go about clearing that space, right? And again, I'm gonna go back to the the content world. Yeah, a lot of people are not ready to get rid of those false beliefs that are not letting them publish, right? When they know that they have to publish to grow their business, right? Like we hear. A lot of the main entrepreneurs right now say, you got to publish, you got to publish, you got to publish, right? And it that's, we had that message for so long. We heard it for so long. For like three years. Exactly. Again, same Yet thing. we didn't do it, right? And it wasn't until we actually started changing those beliefs and I would say clearing up the space, right? That we started, you know, taking action. So how do people go about clearing up the space so they can start upgrading right now? Well, one of the big differences uh, that I've learned through my training uh, in the past and what some some think is the right way to do is that we start focusing on what you want, which is a lot harder than you might think. And so many times I ask people, what do you want? And they're like, I know what I don't want. And I'm like, well, <laughs> that's exactly why you're getting it. Yeah. You know exactly what you don't want. And so one of the ways, you know, you're talking about clearing and I'm talking about progressing. And so one of the things I will not do and I don't do is I don't sit back and go, let's dig into your past and let's figure out why when you're mm -hmm. 
five years old and your bike was red and you fell off of it, you realized 15 years later it should have been blue and that's why you're not having success. I, I don't know, right? Like to me, there are faster and more efficient ways of doing what we need to do to upgrade and get done. First and foremost, yeah, everything that's happened to you is important. Everything that's happened to you is absolutely 1000% necessary so that you could be here right now listening to this. Everything. And that means that leads us to number two, which is, well, mostly your history is a lie. And I hate to be the one to bring it up to you, but your history is a complete lie. You are telling a story that has only one perspective and that was yours. Yours wasn't correct. And if you ask somebody that was there, theirs wasn't correct because there's always at least three sides yep. to the story. Yours, someone else's and the truth. And you don't know what the truth is, mm. right? What was that old, uh, uh, what was that old uh, movie? A Few Good Men. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> yes. <right? laughs> um, and that's the thing, right? So if we go back and try to clear out your past, and I understand I'm going to ruffle some people's feathers out there, and I'm sorry. Do go it. For it. Go for it. Do it. Come at me, bro. Right? Like, but right. If, <laughs> if we're going back to clear out, the first thing I'm going to say is that whatever story you're telling yourself is probably a lie. So you're probably making it up you're probably telling it exactly how you decided you were going to tell it. So yeah. let's find a new way to tell it and move on. Let's find a new meaning for it. And this is part of upgrading your operating system is learning how to find new ways to give new meaning to your experiences, whether it's in the past or whether it's now yeah. and moving forward. Yeah. We have to find new ways to assign meaning to what's going on. And here's the kicker. You are in charge. You're in charge. You have to learn to be the best captain of your ship. Yep. And the captain of the ship doesn't spend his time looking backwards while he's driving the ship forward. Oof. Yeah, absolutely. That is a drop the mic moment. <laughs> a golden boulder moment right here. Wow, that was amazing. Um, I mean, you, you guys, we, you guys heard the silence literally after he dropped the mic. We were like, <gasps> we were in awe. And I love how you say, you know, you yep. gotta learn how to find those new meanings, and that is very important. But I, that that takes me back to mindset on locus of control, right? And for those that are not um, aware of that term or you know familiar with that term, is pretty much you feel responsible for whatever happens in your life, and majority of the people actually don't feel that way. Right. They have what is called an external locus of control, which is something happens to them and it was because of somebody else's fault or something, something else's. Right. Yeah. But the people that have and they can look inwards and say, okay, this happens. Right. Okay. Why could I have done differently to change this and take the, they take responsibility? I think those are the people that can change those stories that they tell themselves. Yeah. Right. And they can find new meanings. Um, and, and I think we touched a little bit on this earlier in the conversation, which is you don't know what you don't know. And it's going to take certain moment in your life, right? Where you're going to have, you're going to, that, that's going to click for you. Right. And that's actually a question that I've been asking myself a lot when I see a few people that I know that they, you can see the talent and you're like, why, why are you <laughs> in, in an external locus of control environment? Right. Like you could be amazing. I mean, you're already amazing, but like, you know, you could flourish even more um so thank you for sharing that because I, yeah. i again i want everybody that is listening to this to just reflect right now and ask yourself am i telling stories that are holding myself up right or back you know Hold yeah myself holding back. myself back yeah good thank you appreciate it <laughs> or you know or am i telling the right story to to keep improving yeah and yeah. there's this amazing book i've quoted it a lot of times i mentioned it a lot of times here in this podcast which is the courage to be disliked um i think you would love this book michael uh <laughs> the, so it's it's practically a conversation between a philosopher and a kid and the kid comes to him and he says i heard you can you you can prove that everybody can be happy in life and he's like i disagree 
right? Let's have a conversation. So the whole book is literally a conversation between the philosopher and the kid. And one of the first things that the philosopher says is that people use trauma as an excuse to act the way they want. It's not that they act the way they want because of trauma, right? And when I read that, I was like, wow, that is crazy because there's so many people that they say, oh, I'm not good at this because of what happened in the past. Like, if you already have the capacity of acknowledging what happened in the past, you already have the capacity to change it, right? You have the capacity to give a new meaning, just like you yeah. said. So I found that, I, I found that incredible. Uh, that was a very eye-opening moment because I started looking back and I was like, wow, how many times have I said that? How many times <laughs> yeah. I have placed excuses in other things mm -hmm. that, you know, I could have taken responsibility of. So again, I invite everybody to yeah. just look at yourself and say, am I actually just using these events as excuse to act in, a, act in a certain way? And if so, then you got to dig in and look at why. Why are you doing that? Because is because maybe you don't know exactly what you want, right? Like what you just told me right now. Most people don't know exactly what they want. I'm going to be 100% honest. Like if you tell me, what do you want? I'm, I'm going to be like, I want to be happy, right? I want to have a successful <laughs> business. But like, if you ask me like immediate goals, I'm still searching for them, right? But I've learned that, okay, I cannot let those past events define who I am right now. Yeah. Dude. Right. right. So Michael, what would you recommend people, right? Um, how do, how do people feel better like what's what's the action point there like what do people have to do to feel better well i could give you the simple answer but most people won't listen so i can give you the complicated answer and that might yeah. make some people feel better right <laughs> and so now you're curious right but but let's give you the the, the complexity of it mm -hmm. and i'll give you a framework that i like to work off of uh i call uh my tribe lifers right mm. so at magic for life uh all of our All of our tribe are lifers and so it stands for something it's it's pretty straightforward each letter stands for something i like acronyms it helps me Love to remember yeah. things right so the first one in this uh in this lifer framework is that you need to learn yourself you have to learn yourself second yeah. one is you have to then imagine the possibilities you have to be able to look ahead and go I can imagine what it is I want and you yeah. have to imagine what's possible. Yeah. And this is huge. You then have to free your mind. And this is, you know, seems like this would be an easy step, but it's probably one of the more difficult steps. Yeah. You have to free your mind and you see it and people love it. Like, think about it. Dr. Strange, free your mind. Yeah. Right. You think dumb. about like, uh, the matrix with uh morpheus and neo free your mind yeah. right like, like it's, this is It a happens, common yeah. thing right yeah. we have to free our mind or there is no possibility to put anything new in it and that was that example of the upgrading your phone you got to yeah. free up some space Love right? it. free your mind right yeah. and i think some people think about free as in freedom and that is true but when we're talking about free your mind sometimes it's free up some space yeah allow a new possibility that we just came up with in the imagine the possibilities yep. yeah and then the next piece and this is probably what i think you were alluding to luis is you have to engage your soul you have to engage your soul because in so many instances we're taught math and science and we're taught history and we're taught formulas and sops and we're taught these these particular skill sets mm. and nobody taught us how to engage yeah. our soul and that is a direct relationship to emotions and that is a big piece it's a big portion and sometimes for some it takes a lot more work than others for for some i say and i talk to them about freeing up their soul or engaging their soul and they're like oh thanks for the permission and they go yeah yeah and some are like engage my soul what are you talking about and they're like are we getting religious and i'm like no 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 no. you believe what you want to believe and that's cool yeah. and i respect that yeah we're not talking about the religious side of engaging your soul we are talking about learning how to use yeah it Absolutely. and then the r the big moment the r right it's not just life it's lifer and the r stands for re present your experience mm. 
We have to learn to represent our experience. The stuff coming in gets put back out. And when we put it back out, we have to represent what it is that we are actually experiencing it and how we represent it determines how we live. It determines mm. what we manifest in our life. It determines what we are getting back. Yeah. This is big and not only that, but it has double meaning and I love the double <laughs> meaning of it because we have to re-present. Mm. We have to get present again because so many people, like you talked about, Fonzie, are living in the past with mm -hmm. what happened. They're still telling their stories. So many of them are trying to clear up what their baggage was yeah. so that they can keep their baggage. Doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. We have to get re-present. We have to get so present in the moment that we can live in that sweet spot that's right in front of us. Yeah. That sweet spot that is is our present. So good. And that is getting re-present. And so that's mm -hmm. the R for for lifer. So it's a it's a nice framework and it's something for us to remember and it's something for us to start to go, gosh, where am I at in that framework? Yeah. Do I need to learn myself better or, okay, no, I'm getting myself. Am I lacking in the imagination of the possibilities or am I lacking in the free your mind section? How do I free my, or maybe I need to know more about how to engage my soul or, yeah. oh gosh, how do I get present? I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, uh, that's the complicated answer only because I don't know where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where you're at. So when you ask me that question, I kind of look at it and I go, Ooh, he's asking me three different questions. He doesn't know it. <laughs> Which one does he want the answer to? And yeah. so hopefully one of those, you were like that one, that one, I want to know how to do that one. Dude, yeah, that's perfect. And thank you so much because again, like we, we, we get people from all, all walks of life. Like we recently saw we, we present in 500 cities, 50 countries, right? And, and you know, you can only imagine where, you know, everybody is. And so I, I really love this framework. I, I was like typing it down as you were saying it. I think I'm going to put it like right next to my computer because I, I think that it can be applied for every situation, right? In here, in our private life, in, in, in recreation, in things that we're learning and, and, and rethink that and rebuild those stories. I love that represent uh your experience I, i i love that and uh and i remember having these conversations you know with uh with if about uh sometimes we feel about something very negative right and and this scenario that is very negative and we just i i, I call it polluting your mind with like this negative scenario that could happen right but it's not happened yeah. yet so yeah. if we're if we're if we're spending energy thinking uh, on that very negative thought It's probably going to happen because we're putting our attention there. So why don't we invest our energy and think about the scenario that we want, yeah. right? Like, uh, and I remember, sorry, Wayne Dyer, one of his books, Your Erroneous Zones, he mm, says so good. preoccupation is probably the most useless feeling you could have because you're literally just wasting your energy in something that you don't know whether it's going to happen yeah. or not. Right, yeah, sorry, dude, so, no, and, and that's so good, right? And, it, and and I think you know it ties down to that to the lifers framework that that you just gave. It's like okay, let's refocus our energy. Let's like reput attention. And, and I think you know wherever you stand in inside of that framework, you can just always go back and 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 choose like okay, I'm here and now these are my next steps. So thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming people can find out a little bit more about that on your show, and uh, and we'll leave all the links in just a second. But favorite question of the whole podcast. Wait, wait, before we ask that question, Michael. <laughs> just before we get too far from it, you can get that lifer framework. My team put together a beautiful little uh, ebook on the oh, lifer framework. Swoosh. We'll give it to you for free. Just go to magicforlife.com yep. slash lifer framework. It's beautiful. You'll love it. It's all awesome. there so you don't have to remember it and and you can print it out if you want or it'll be there on your computer uh, whatever you need. Thank it'll you, Michael. And, and for those listening, magic is with a J. So it's M-A-J-I-C F-O-R-L-I-F-E dot com slash, what was the slash, what was come after the slash? Slash Lifer Framework, L-I-F-E-R-F-R-A-M-E-W-O-R-K. Yeah, we're going to put it awesome. in the link. So all you got to do is scroll down. Cool. If you're listening to any podcasting platform, just click in there and uh, you got it. Yeah, we're going to let the links in there for sure. I'm going to go claim my Lifer Framework for sure as well. <laughs> yes. uh, thank you, Michael. But before my brother asked the last question, I wanted to ask you, and this is total curiosity of mine. Do you, do you meditate? Every day, without a doubt, hands down. Um, there, I've tried so many different methods and methodologies of yeah. meditating. Um, I have, 
I have gone through the process of doing it, then not doing it, then kind of doing it. Um, now in my world, every day. Uh, my oh. daughter, uh, it was so cute. She's uh, nine. And, uh, and she told me the other day, and I knew I had made some headway <laughs> because she go, we were going out to lunch. I take my kids out to lunch once, once a week if I can. Yeah. And, uh, and she's nine. And, and I said, tell me about your morning. And she goes, well, I got up and I edited my next YouTube video. She's nine. Love and, uh, <laughs> and she's like, and then I thought about what I was going to do, uh, with school. And then I decided I'd hematate for a little bit. Hematate. She calls it hematating. hematating. <laughs> and so, so that's what we call it now is we call it hematating. That's oh, awesome. Dude. And, so uh, awesome. she's like, and then I hematated. And then I, so I was like, yes, I'm making some progress. Let's go. Dude, man, I mean, I think, I think, I think she's good to go, man. She imitates and then she edits her content. Great. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like exactly. those, those two things, like she's that's, way far ahead of, you know, a lot of people out there. Uh, over self or nine year old self. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We were like at nine. I was like soccer ball, soccer ball, soccer ball. No, that's it. That's it. I'm not yeah. imitating. No, no imitation at all. <laughs> and Michael, I appreciate that. You know, I, I'm actually right now on this stage that is doing it and then for a bit and like testing it out. Like, and I do find it when I do it is crazy. Like the feeling, uh, the focus that I have immediately after meditating. Yeah. Um, I actually sit down here at the office and I meditate against, against the wall right there. He's like, stop talking to me. I'm about to meditate and then uh, and just sits and, and does it and does his breathing and stuff. You know, and I'm like, sweet. People make it complicated. And honestly, yeah. if you can just find 15 minutes and honestly, you're going to be hard pressed to convince me that you can't find 15 minutes. Um, you just need 15 minutes and you can be and, and experience yeah. the beautiful and amazing effects of meditating. If you just have 15 minutes and yeah. you yeah. probably should try a bunch of different things. If you'd like suggestions, I'm, I'm open to, to yeah. giving you suggestions, but honestly, like 15 minutes is enough. Like some people are like, it has to be an hour and under a waterfall. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've done that too, but, and <laughs> yes, that's cool. But 15 minutes will do just fine. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so there, like it doesn't some, have to be rocket awesome. science. Yeah. I, I'm definitely going to be reaching out and, you know, exploring more about, about this side of finding, meditation. Finding yeah, the yeah. waterfall. Yeah, no, let's I, talk, man. I, I, I would love to find, you know, like the right way to meditate for me, right? I'm mm -hmm. sure there's a right way for everybody, Yeah. right? Yeah. It, it, it's kind of like the minimal Bible content. There's yeah. a different minimal Bible content for everybody, the way they're, they're going to yeah. be the best at it. And I'm sure there's a way of meditation that is going to be the best for you. So yeah. thank you so much, Michael. For I really sure. appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, to me, I, I've done it where I walk the dogs and as I'm walking the dogs, I'm just going in my mind through, you know, the the different thoughts that I want to make it happen during the day, right? And I just like take a breathing and, and, it, and it's help, it helps me, right? Because that's an activity I got to do and, and for some people, running is a part of meditation, right? They just run without music, anything, and, you know, they just focus on their breathing, right? And that's a way to disconnect. So, again, we encourage everybody to find, like, their way on meditation and on content, right? Like, figure out your minimum viable content, right? Figure your way to publishing. I mean, I'm sure you found it as soon as you started, you know, publishing. And that leads to today. Wow, what a, what a great, like... That was a nice segue. Ah, thank you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. All right. Yeah, don't don't feel I was, was going to say, I was Fonsi like, yeah. like, nope, nope, nope. Yeah, I was you like, you yeah. nailed it. I was you like, nope. It was all right. It was it's all right. Okay. Thank you. you. You're just so, so polite, Michael. I appreciate it. Okay. Last question. Favorite question. Obviously, you, you are a master publisher. It's amazing. You know, when we met, you're like, wow, man, like, this is incredible. That's a place where, you know, we're, we would like to be and we're, we're heading that way. Uh, where would you be if you did not publish? Oh, man. You know, honestly, um, I, I just can't even imagine it now. I mean, I publish three times a week uh, in for my podcast. I also publish in my group um, special content for just the people in my group mm -hmm. and for our clients, right? And so, like, uh, it, publishing is sort of the doorway to you finding your voice, It's, it points out your shortcomings and your superpowers. You will find so much about you if you can get in and do your, uh, your publishing in whatever way is the best way for you, right? My daughter uh, writes a blog. 
my other daughter does a YouTube channel. They do it in the way they need to. My son is on Instagram and I basically tell him you can use social as long as you're publishing. Be a be a producer, not a consumer. Yeah. Right? And and that's the thing, you know, it, it my my nine-year-old daughter is very well spoken you, you, because of the number of videos she's published over the last year and she's great you know and and i can only imagine what she is headed towards because of it my daughter is turning into an amazing writer and she's like but i don't want to learn the grammar and i'm like you know what it doesn't matter if you read a writing she's yeah. she's becoming ridiculous at 16 she's already a philosopher you know like yeah, so yeah. the things Incredible. that they're doing is crazy and you know each of them in their own my son likes to talk about Fortnite and whatever is your thing it doesn't matter yeah. get out publish learn yeah. yourself it's the first step in the life of frame learn yourself and if you do then that publishing is going to make a difference and if you're smart and if you're wise you'll come and work with Luis and Fonzie because <laughs> they got it down. They got it figured out. They understand. Yeah. And right now, if you haven't made the move, you need to you need to <laughs> move. You need to get going. You need to do it and jump in. Thank you, man. That, Thank that, you. I that, appreciate that, it. That means a lot. That means a lot. And and you know, congrats, man, because uh, you know, you have a beautiful family and can't wait to see where the kiddos go, man. It's exciting. <laughs> it's exciting. Yeah, um, we'll get them on your show next, okay? Ooh, hey, that'd be pretty <laughs> let's epic. Go. A fami family family episode. Yeah, we, we can host we can host it in in Holly's kids activities page. Ooh, what? Say what? Wait, that can be a, a full a, a on collab, co right collab in there. Yeah. There you go. Dude. We'll do a round table. It'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, where, where can people find you? I mean, we have, you know, magic for life with J.com forward slash lifer framework. What yep, else? That's where you can get that, uh, that free framework. Yeah. And, uh, if you want to just see what else we're doing, you can go magicforlife.com. Uh, our podcast is on every platform as well as YouTube. So if you are YouTube, go like and subscribe. And, uh, you can check out all the content. There's there's tons of stuff for for everybody. Awesome, man. That's awesome. Thank Sweet. you so much. There, we're going to leave all the links right here. Uh, just scroll down and you're going to see them right there. Yeah. Uh, I, man, and Dev, so, I know so I'm going to go check it out because I do want to upgrade my emotional system. Yes. So... Thank you. Let's do Thank it. Thank you, Michael. I really love appreciate it, man. it. Love it. Thank you for answering all the questions, being a good sport. And, and it's been, it, it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Especially my questions, you know, Fonzie <laughs> asked the, the very smart questions. I want to apologize in advance for my brother jokes today, guys, for everybody that's listening, you know, this guy, I don't know what he drank today. So here's a, here's a little story. Like yesterday we were meeting with like uh, one of our clients, right? And, uh, and oh, so, so you have all these like jokes. Like, I know. And he was inside. like, <laughs> and I was like, we're telling the same story. And, uh, and, and I'm like, dude, like I, I really think I am funny, right? And and it's like, and then I start telling some jokes, and he's like, "You are funny." So I'm like, "Okay, I'm I'm gonna run with it." So, like, I don't care. Like, if you if you if people if you're listening and you think I'm not funny, just let me know, man. T yeah. t say it to my face. Put, put, say it to my face. Put it in the, in the comments. <laughs> hashtag Luis that is funny or hashtag Luis that is not funny. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Pick a bro. Yeah, peeps. yeah. We'll, Pick a bro. Okay. We'll let the crowd decide. All right, Michael. Thank you so much, man. And with that being said, thank you. And uh, go ahead and subscribe. Hit smash that subscribe button. Follow us on social media at Beast Brosco. And if you found this episode impactful and you want to, you know, upgrade your emotional operating system, please don't forget to share this episode and, and leave a five-star review. Thank you. Thank you.